0: Hey, I'm Matt Hudges and he's Dave Balvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? I'm great, Matt. How about you? I'm good. It's a beautiful fall day out here. I'm
1: loving life. It is a beautiful day today. <laughs>
0: Episode 147. Uh, it's about your time, stupid. So it used to be this thing, you know, it's the economy, stupid. I forget that might have been uh, who that was for, a campaign slogan, but it's about your time, stupid. So we can talk about that in, in many different ways, right? Uh, it's about time. Like it's about time you you caught on. It's about your time. You know you control your time. Um, we've talked about some of this stuff in the past. It's just come up a lot lately for both of us. It, it seems like in the last week or so. So um, where to start?
1: Well, you know, let's let's start where where I think I get it. I'll just use it where I get offended. Um, if I make an appointment with somebody, um, and and they're that person who's notoriously never going to make that appointment, okay? Um, what that person is saying is that whatever happens in their life is more important than, than me, or in the case of it's you or whoever. And, right. and so w- what happens is if you're the type of person that's on, on, like who always disrespects other people's time, it's affecting your success. Because you, first of all, you don't respect your own time. It, it requires, it requires you to not respect your own time, to not respect someone else's. Because we all live on these, right? These calendars. That yeah, have yeah. And so if my calendar, if something's on my calendar, I am religiously on time to whatever's in, in that thing. And uh, which also requires me to put vacations, dates, you know, like dates with my wife, all of those things are on my calendar. Why? Because if it's there, whoever it's in that spot can depend on it. So right. let's start there. Maybe that you be you're a dependable person when you can when you can obey your calendar. I guess. Yeah,
0: word. yeah, and that's a, that is a good way to start. Um, I like that idea. I'm going to start a little broader in that it's about your time, right? And so how you control your time depends. Or, or determines your success, right? So whether you're making $100,000 or a million dollars, we all have 24 hours in the day. Yes. And the guy making a million dollars is making better use
1: of his time than the person making $100,000, okay? Well, let's, let's put that with an asterisk, though, because the person making a million dollars is probably not making money trading time for money. They've made themselves effective- in that they don't make money with time. They They're using money.
0: their time more 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 effectively. And that's really, that is the point. That is the point. They are using their time more effectively. And so you can go into many different areas about that. And so you're using the example of like, your great example, I have a client who just canceled the meeting, right? And so like you were saying, I know stuff happens, that's normal, life happens. But you're exactly right. I had that time booked that I could have used for, me making more money, or me building a client relationship, or me meeting with a new prospect, I could have used that time, right, more effectively. Now, part of what I've done and you know, uh, the first thing we do when you and I coach people is talk about the, uh, where does your time go? And we have them do, uh, I can't even think of it, the uh, uh, activity calendar, Activity right? inventory. Activity inventory, sorry. And you write down everything you do for a week. The idea is, where are you spending your time? And you'll go back and you'll invariably find out that the, the Prado principle 80-20, 80 20 80 only 20% of your time is, per, is spent on important stuff, money-making activities, right? 80% of your time is spent on kind of the BS type stuff. And the and the more you realize that, in order to be more effective, more profitable, happier, right? Um, What have we discovered? We got to spend more time doing those, those 20% of activities that matter. What have we discovered during COVID and Zoom is that there's a lot of free time in there that people must've had because the productivity is almost as good at these large companies working out of their home offices as they were when they're at work. Because a lot of work time is spent going to the water cooler, taking a bathroom break, taking a smoke break, uh, chatting with your coworkers, right? That there is, only an efficient amount of time if anything this has made us more efficient we realize I got my kids home from school I got to take care of them and get my work done let me figure it out so when I say it's about time and it's about your time stupid you've got to figure out where's your time going and figure out how to manage it better to be more effective and I think that starts with the activity inventory but it also starts with you control your time more than than others right so go back to making that appointment And now you've got too many appointments back to back. Well, what does
1: that tell me? You're not very good at delegating, right? There was a, a, and I'm trying to think of, uh, his name's Ron Ball, okay? He was a speaker, a a motivational speaker, went all around the country speaking. Uh, But Ron Ball used to, one of the things that stuck with me in one of his uh, speeches, I I think I saw him in Rock Hill, North Carolina, is where I was when I heard him speak. This is many years ago. But he said, avoid the time stealers. They are a plague. And right. what is he talking about? The people who steal your time, meaning they book an appointment with you, whether you're in sales, whether you're in business, doesn't matter. They book an appointment with you and then they don't make that appointment. Right. That is a time stealer. And so yep. what, do you, what are you left to do? That time is eaten away and they stole a portion of your life. Yep. That person right there is now, okay, Let's say forty-eight hours before that happens, they cancel. That's reasonable. Right. That's reasonable. If somebody cancels, it's the person who calls you, like, or you call text them, like you. You're waiting five minutes after the deadline. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm tied up. I can't make it. Oh, you didn't think to call me? That's what he's talking about. And this is great.
0: So, so part of that is what we do is talk about strategies to overcome that, right? So, part of what uh, we talk about is time blocking, Uh, Dan Sullivan calls it focus activities, your kind of money making activities. And part of the way to overcome that is we always have a top 20 list, you know, your top 20 clients and your farm club, who's who's your next 20 clients. And so the the idea of that would be, if you have an appointment that canceled, they didn't show up, uh, they canceled at the last second, you can still spend that hour calling, phoning, talking to an existing client or prospect, somebody on your top 20 list, don't let that time go to waste. Call somebody on their top 20 list. Call two or three people. I was talking with another uh, coaching client of mine right now, and he drives between offices. And he, he's like a podcast. He likes, you know, uh, uh, talk radio, you know, the sports talk. Right? The Braves just got into the NLS. Uh, so, so, you know, that kind of stuff. But there's also times where he just, you know, his assistant just texts him two or three uh, phone calls. hey. Call Dave, call Bill, call Bobby, and and what do we call those? We call those the um, just we call them check-in calls. But they're how do I say that? They're the non-scheduled. Well, they're the actually scheduled, but the client doesn't know they're scheduled. Check-in calls. Hey Dave, just checking in. No, did you watch the Brave game last night? You know they went they're on the on to the NLS playoff, right? Um, just to check, hey, how's your fall going? How was your summer going? What do you got plans for Thanksgiving? It's just a call and he's making it from his car, driving to or from, he's got a couple of different offices that have a little drive time in between them. Um, and it's just a check-in call, but what does that do? Not wasting time, builds in rapport relationship. That's the same type of call that you can make when you have a cancellation. Instead of like, I had a meeting scheduled with a client, it got uh, canceled, instead of me just, wah, 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 and just doing some busy work. No, I'm already pumped up for the meeting. I should make those, we call them scheduled check-in calls.
1: And maybe time. that is also the time when you could make your personal calls to family yeah, members. Point. I mean, the point is, uh, you, you said it before, we have 24 hours in a day. Yep. And uh, remember, I, I call it my big rock activities. Yes, yes. Uh, so you got, you got these big rocks. And so when I start a week off, I know what the big rocks are. And so what I, the reason I call them big rocks is because you gotta get those out of the way first. And then once they're out of the way, then you, got, then you take care of a lot of little things. But the big rocks are done. And so these big rock activities, you, you, you put them in and you work on them. And I call them the elephant hours. I work on them 47 minutes and then I, and then I take time off. And, but see, you, you, can't, you can't manage time because we're all at the same amount. But you can control it. You, yeah. can, you can control how you spend your time what you, what you can't control is how other people um, will react to your time but when people steal your time um, then I mean how, it's happened to all of us how many times have you got to a golf course and you're there you've paid in and then the person you're going to play with or people or one, one person out of the foursome doesn't show oh. up right
0: right ruins all whole match
1: it, it certainly changes the uh, the characteristics of the match. Yeah, uh, Especially yeah. if you're looking at, you know, enjoying playing with that person. And no. so this is a, uh, I think this is a character flaw that some people have. And if, you know, if you're the, the person who has this character flaw, look at yourself and say, what can I do to be better? And that's. Right. What can we do to fix
0: it? And those are some of the strategies you we're talking about with time blocking and, and allocating. But, I'm looking at, uh, I think it's Dan Sullivan again. We talk about him all the time, simplify to multiply, right? So it might be getting rid of some of that 80% of the activities that aren't productive, right? So I was at a conference last week and we were having a conversation and there's this woman and she's very active in the, the local community and, you know, just chamber of commerce and does all these networking events. And one of the other guys was kind of press her. What are you getting out of that? What, what are you doing out of that? And of course I'm trying to build my network and network referrals and, but are you being systematic about it? Are they your target? It goes back to, are your target market, are you have, do you have a million dollar message you're telling these people? Do you have a call to action or an irresistible offer that can get them in the door? Otherwise you're just wasting your time. Why are you on the board of X, Y, Z when you really, it's not bringing you any money. It's not building you any uh, rapport. Let's focus on some important thing. I would tell you the other thing it might be that you're so busy, you're not good at delegating right that you have not done a good job of delegating what's important again we talked about a B and C type activities what are the a activities that only you can do right but they're B and C type stuff scheduling phone calls scheduling appointments somebody else can do that for you right that we call that the ten dollar twenty dollar an hour type stuff now the thousand dollar hour is you servicing the client is you closing the deal moving money around like like in the advisory business paperwork in the insurance business, paperwork in the builder business, that's not you. That's your team, right? That, that you gotta do a better job of delegating what activities go to you, the big important money-making activities and what activities go to your team. So I would tell you, if you're too busy, you, you might not be doing a good enough job delegating.
1: And you, and and that's a phenomenal point. And, and it, if you're too busy, you also might not know the value of your time. And I'm gonna go to a Dan Kennedy yeah book. And I think it, I can't, it's like the no BS time management course for business. Okay. It's, it's a long title, but it's a Dan Kennedy book. And, um, and what he talks about in there is, is, okay, what is your time actually worth and how do you determine that? So let's say, um, you want to make, let's just say $500,000 a year. Then his next question follows with, okay, great. You want to make fun. How many hours a year or how many hours a week do you want to work? And so if that number is 20 hours a week, then your time value, okay, there's 52 weeks in a year, take two off. So if you want to make $500,000 a year and you're going to work 20 hours a week, um, 50 weeks a year, your time value is a thousand bucks an hour, right? Uh, yeah, there'd be thousand. No, that's probably not right. I need to do a calculator divided by uh, 20 hours a week. Uh, divided by 50 weeks a year, time value is $500 an hour. So when you know that $500 an hour is your time value,
0: when you
1: look at that, then you say, when I'm wasting time, what's it costing costing you
0: 500 bucks an hour?
1: Yeah, I mean, so um, that includes your time, your free time. Because in order for you to have free time, you've gotta make that, the work time the most effective possible. So it's gotta, you gotta make 500 bucks an hour, or you're not going to hit your your money goal so right and, and that goes back to again
0: we'll go back to to again uh i promote taking fridays off i promote taking a bunch of time off it was, be uh, you know one week a quarter of one month a lot of my guys take the month of july off um, and the idea behind that is you need to my dad hard worker you gotta work really hard and then you get vacation no no the, the new way is that you, you need the brake to recharge your battery so when you hit the ground running, you're super productive, right? So if you're trying to make 500 bucks an hour, then you really don't have any time to be wasting doing scheduling and phone calls and and, and paperwork, right? You just don't have time to do that. You need to become hyper-efficient at doing those activities that generate the $500 an hour. And, and typically for most businesses, it's meeting with a client, meeting with a prospect, or meeting with a referral source, a center of influence who can send you a client, right? Those are main money-making activities. So you're not meeting with clients or meeting with prospects, then what are you doing, right? Yeah, and and there's a some lot of, other stuff behind that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so, okay, let's let's change the scenario, same topic, not but, but okay, yeah. so Robert Kiyosaki talks about this in uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. He talks about, okay, so you can, you, let's say meeting with clients and all that is great, but you could spend, he's talking about, okay, carrying buckets. There's a guy who carries buckets of water and he brings them to the village every day. People buy the water from you. So if the most effective use of your time is building a pipeline so that you can bring lots of water to the city, if if you're the business owner and you're trying to build a team that can move buckets of water or massively improve the way you service your customers or you attract clients or whatever that is, that could be your most effective use of your time. Maybe, yes. Maybe you've got an entire yes. sales force, so you're not active in the sales force, but you have to look at what's the highest, most productive use of your time, and that's where you dive in and say, "This is where I need to be spending," and that might be building the pipeline. I know. Right. I mean, I know that I uh, when I like I'm I often look at Russell Brunson, and I'm like, man, this guy's on the front line all the time, but he's also behind the scenes, scenes always building looking at the long-term like what's it going to take to grow to here and then implementing he's part of the implementation that's his thing though and so that's that's what you got to look at as an entrepreneur where am i going to be, get the highest uh, what do they call it highest and yeah, best highest and best use yeah highest best use. Use. So,
0: well so it's great you talk about that. there are two different examples of that right so so one of my uh one of my guys is his job really is to be um a really good uh, support for his sales team. He has a sales team, five guys, six guys, six people, guys and gals. And so part of that is for him to be kind of their coach, their cheerleader to allow them to make more sales. But one of the things we started doing for them is getting them support staff. Same thing for your sales force. We don't want the sales force doing paperwork. We get an assistant for that. We don't want the sales force checking where the inventory or where the product is in shipment. Because you get that question all the time. Hey, Dave, I ordered that XYZ for me. Where is it? Well, oh, let me go find that. That's not your salesperson's job. That's the assistant's job to go find it and track it down, right? Because we wanted to free up more time for uh, the salespeople to make sales and establish and continue building rapport and relationships, right? So it could be your highest and best use is supporting your sales team by allowing them to do more of their stuff. Along those same lines, my, that guy in particular, is actually a really good salesperson. So, what happens to a lot of entrepreneurs, they were really good salespeople, but now they're like, oh, I don't really do the sales anymore because I need to run the business. And, and that goes counterintuitive. That's what got you here. That is what you're really good at, right? So, there, there are businesses that have the entrepreneur as the head sales guy, and then he's got a team of support, right? So, we would use that in the, in the financial advisory world, might be you have a lead advisor, and then you've got the junior relationship managers. We do that with with chemical sales I got a chemical sales this guy's the lead sales and then we got the the implementation people the order fillers right uh, I was just watching the highlights was uh, a Wolf of Wall Street and and so I forget the guy's name he's like you know well that's great you know, Let me confirm the order I'll have my secretary call you back and confirm that order with you right that's a great example he made the sale he sold the you know in that case but he's made the sale and what does he have he has the assistant, the secretary, call you back and confirm the paperwork and get your address and get you all the details, right? Because he's going on to the next sale, he's going on to the next product. So it's interesting that whatever got you there, you might be a really good salesperson. Don't turn into the CFO if you're the king sales guy. Yeah. Let's hire the CFO. Let's fire, hire support staff because you might be
1: the best salesperson in your organization, and that's okay. And this happens in big companies. Steve Jobs got fired from Apple. Why? because he moved into a CEO position and he sucked at it. But when they came back to Apple, where did they put him on the front line out preaching the Apple story as their chief spokesperson, salesperson, because that's what he was and the company skyrocketed. So, and, and I would say this, if you have a, a commission sales force or a, uh, um, you know, where I I often, a lot of companies who have commission based sales force, like even straight, (laughs) they tend to not think of them, like, well, why should I get them support people? Well, because you still, they are still your salespeople. And if you provide them the support, so they're not in binding presentations and they're not, they're not there doing the graphic design of of the presentations, all those support things, they're focused on making appointments, going out there, banging on the doors, you know, presenting the message, because that's what we talk about, your million dollar message. When you have a sales force, they're the presenters of that message don't you want them focused on that instead of instead of doing activities that are like completely taking them away from that that are demoralizing them i mean this is what we're talking yeah. about draining uh, their energy yeah. yeah it's 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 about your time and it's if you want to be effective with your time make the people around you as effective right and, and here's a
0: great example we do we, we you know this is the ideal right if you've got to get there and so wouldn't you like it if, if, if you as, a, as the owner or the salesperson or your sales team they just showed up on a tuesday morning and their schedule was set right they have whatever a 10 12 2 and a 4 o'clock all right those meetings are set existing clients a new prospect whatever they are and oh by the way the meeting agenda already set the the sales presentation already put together the client review meeting already put together follow-up
1: follow up confirmations already done already done
0: right so the guy you just show up on tuesday morning your sales guy just shows up on tuesday morning and everything is done The and all they're doing is going in there doing their their what they're good at they're doing the sale they're doing the client service they're doing the relationship building and boom they debrief they move on to the next meeting debrief and move on to the next that is what we mean about being hyper productive what have you had six new business meetings back to back to back to back right what if you had six client relationship meetings back to back to back to back right you can do that when you have the systems and processes and the delegation set up makes you hyper productive now you might need monday off right to recharge the battery or monday off to prepare for tuesday's meetings totally fine totally fine but that that day is that 500 per hour day that you're talking about and you're just meeting after meeting after meeting, and then tomorrow, and, and so we do this thing talk about a time blocking, where that's literally how a lot of times we suggest, is Monday is kind of what Dan Tullivan calls a buffer day, homework, prep, whatever you want to call it, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, meeting days, meeting day, meeting days, and then Friday is kind of the debrief and the follow-up to get going for next week, right? That's one way to do it. I have other guys that do it every other day, right? We prep for tomorrow's meeting, tomorrow's meeting, meeting, meeting. Wednesday, we recover, and, and do the follow-up and prep for the Thursday. And then Thursday is meeting, 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 and then Friday is recovering and prep and the follow-up and the homework generated from the meetings earlier in the week. Any way to do it, but the point is controlling the time, right? We have, we have dentists. So I was talking to a dentist last night. He, has, he starts early, 7.30, but he's done at four, right? I got dentists to do the other way that, that they'll help. They want the seven o'clock appointments because they want the people coming home from work right? The 7.30 appointments are the ones going into work, but you can't do both, right? You can't, I don't want you working 12, 7.30 to 7.30, right? But, but you could alternate every other day, and then you have those appointments that you would point your calendar to. You could split it up with an associate. You're working in the morning, the associate's the evening, and you switch it up, right? Uh, but you're controlling the time. You're controlling the schedule, and I'll just go back to dentists and doctors. You control the schedule. I've never, I've never had Call my doctor up and say, hey, I'm kind of busy this week. Can you know, can I see you Sunday at 10 a.m.? But the answer is no, right? My dentist isn't gonna do that. My doctor's not gonna do that. Yet a lot of times us as business owners is like, oh, whatever you say, Mr. Client or Mr. Prospect, I'll do whatever you want. Baloney, you only meet with clients on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, and you can make an exception. There's always an exception. I understand that. But my point is when you start controlling the time,
1: people tend to kind of uh, match up with that. They'll let you control that, and and then and then it shows them you value your own time as well. When you set the schedule, I mean, I'm going to use an example. I I have an open calendar for coaching calls. Uh, for I coach copywriting and other you know other marketing, um, and a mastermind. And so uh, when I'm I am i have been like doing Monday through Thursday, and kind of they litter around my schedule. They pick a time that is works for me and them, and. In November, December, I'm going to one day a week. Fill the calendar one day a week. That's it. If you, can't, if you can't be on that, then you don't need to be on the calendar. I mean, right? because my time is getting too valuable to, to allow it to keep going the way it is. That's how you got to look at your time. How can I be more effective as I go into the future? No,
0: and, and that's exactly right. So a lot of things we're covering here, but it's about your time, stupid. How you control your time is about how successful you will be how happy you'll be how because it's free time as well as work time right I don't want the guys that work 80 hours a week and seven days a week that's not good for you either but you want the guys that work the most efficient so there there are what we call dance on the free days focus days buffer days free day you're taking the day off focus day you're busted at making your 500 bucks a thousand dollar an hour and then the buffer days are kind of the in-between you might do it where it's half days right and the morning is meetings and the afternoon noon is kind of the Prep work or follow up, right? It's very difficult to go up and down. So, the point of this is it is about your time. So, you need to do the activity inventory where are you spending your time? You need to figure out the 80 20 rule. Probably only 20% of those activities are your money making activities. You need to figure out how to delegate the other 80% kind of the fillers, we call them. It's difficult. I understand that. Figure it out, focus on it. Your goal is to get to that point. Um, Simplify to multiply. Cut out some of those BS meetings, cut out some of those BS phone calls. We can catch up with your buddy on the golf course on Saturday, right? We can see him at the Georgia football game, the Florida football game on Saturday, and catch up there, right? Uh, You can text him on the way home, right? We're not texting driving, call on the phone. So get out of your own way, simplify to multiply, control your time, uh, activity inventory, 80 20 rule. What are the 20% of the activities that are 80% of your results? It happens for all of us. It's how you manage your time. The, the more effectively you manage your time as a business owner, the more successful you will be. And you need to control your time because if you don't control it, somebody else will,
1: and right? I, and the one thing about time is the most finite thing you have because you, every minute that goes by, you'll never get that many back. You'll never get and it back. It, it's, the, it's the most finite resource on the planet. You only have a certain amount of time in your life and nobody looks back under deathbed and says, I wish I worked more. You know, that's is, exactly right. That's exactly is, right. So, I mean, this is about being effective so you can earn what you can and enjoy your life. It's the time off. That's that's why you work is so you can enjoy the time off. So, that's exactly right.
0: Again, this is the kind of stuff we talk about in our mastermind and our group coaching program, Matt at profitabilitymd.com, Dave at profitabilitymd.com. Time is the most important commodity. Time is the most precious commodity. You have to manage your time as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, both to recharge the battery and to be productive and effective. That's the kind of stuff we talk about. We've done it. You've done it. Other business owners have done it. Learn from the collective on how to manage your time better. That's the kind of stuff we talk about. Our irresistible offer, Are we help business owners find $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 without spending a dollar more in advertising or marketing. We call that a profit acceleration section session talk about being an effective session we're trying to uncover the money for you how do we know that because we have checklists we've done this for years we know where the gaps are we call them the profit gaps the opportunity gaps because we know what the best in class are doing and where you're slacking off versus the best in class and how to fill up those gaps that's our profit acceleration session if you want one of those Matt at profitabilitymd.com david profitabilitymd.com this is what we do we help entrepreneurs Reach their potential, right? It all starts with time. It's all about your time. It's all about managing your time. That's how you reach your full potential. I want your full amount of potential, and you're working. I want your full amount of potential when you're when you're taking time off. That's how you become a successful entrepreneur.
1: Awesome. Well, man, you, you can find us at profitabilitymd.com, and you can find us on YouTube on any place you to listen to your podcast at ProfitabilityMD. Great Perfect, show, man. Take See care. you, buddy. Right, bye.